Mo Drones, Mo Problems, this week on The Hapless Heroes. Just going to add that zero is now hanging dong to my notes. <laughs> everybody, everybody add to their notes that zero is hanging dong now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and tonight I am your host and DM as we continue this epic adventure in time. Before we get into what's going on around us, first I have to introduce the cast that is interacting with what's around us, and uh, that's that starting on my virtual left is Dave playing Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. Evening, everyone. Uh, John is Lord Jarrell the Light. I'm fairly certain you saved the world, Pregnot. Mike is Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. Nicole is Boris the Butcher. How many Modrons can I fit in my pocket? And Zach is Pregnart. All I want is to cast Earthquake. <laughs> so speaking of things that weren't great ideas, Earthquake being among them, there were some also really good ideas. Yeah, that was the best idea, right? That were given by the group last time we met. Uh, and that was, you know, we had all this disruption happening with the ley line and uh, all these rogue Modrons because, you know, Vecna had made some sort of, you know, snide comment that you did the hard work for him. And then everything kind of went silent and all the Modrons stopped fighting. Um, yeah, that's usually the word I use to describe Vecna is snide. That's his that's his worst quality, I think, is his snideness. And not just the like absolute ruthless evil that he is and, and embodies. I think no, the just snideness overshadows everything else, really. Yeah, very snide. If, 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 yeah. It's just the, the extreme snidity coming yes. from him. If Vecna, is, if, if Vecna is one thing, he is very much snide. So brimming with the snideosity. So much snide, it is <laughs> unbelievable. Unfathomable. If he was evil and polite, we wouldn't even be here. No, I believe it. I just, it's my least favorite part of is the, the snide. Yeah, I, 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 I understand. I completely understand. But so that Have happened. we mentioned he's snide? <laughs> <laughs> um, we have, but among other, but other things that we should mention um, are the fact that y'all had were falling and also came up with a great idea of parachuting yourselves down using the, what is it? The watery sphere that we realized kind of just gently floats to the ground, almost like a parachute, like a watery parachute, um, which is quite a brilliant idea. So we just have like a very bit of a twisted landscape here. Like the ground still had, you know, like the city is still split in two, you know, this is like, you know, like large, like, like chasm that you guys had to, you know, get your way over to like cross over into the tower plaza. Ebenezer and Filbert are there. Future Ebenezer is missing. He's his his, his he, he like disappeared into or his spirit disappeared into the ley line itself prior to this disruption happening. He's sincere, though. I like um, that about him. There is currently, you know, reverse gravity being cast on like by a whole bunch of wizards on the focal point of the ley line as the structure around it had been destroyed. Um, so you're welcome. All of yeah, I'm just I'm just ignoring you now. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who said that? <laughs> anyway, this is my show now. We're talking about snideness and Mute. villains. Snidely Flash. Has everyone anyone ever heard of him? Oh, I can server mute him. Hold on a second. Look, he can't speak now. Try to say something. We can't hear you. Listen, don't make me do this. Okay, don't make me pull this car over, children. I'm trying to tell the audience what's going on. So I'm helping. I think you. I don't <laughs> think that you're doing the thing that you think that you're doing. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, 
yeah, so the, the ley lines going going all types of crazy. I think the most recent plan you guys were trying to come up with is maybe teaching these mo these rogue modron who are all shouting different numbers and identifiers for themselves as they're coming to self-actualization for maybe the first time in their existence ever. Um to like fi- have them maybe figure out how to rebuild the structure of the ley line to help support it permanently. Um, but obviously there's still the worry of what the hell happened to future Ebenezer and um, is is are we really out of danger for right now? So we're opening up into that scene. You know, again, people are being directed into the tower. Uh, Hedrick is in there now dealing with all the people and like just keeping them calm um, while the crisis out here is dealt with and the wizards focus on protecting this sort of bastion of, you know, like of the people of Ul. Um, so it's really you and like, you know, a group of a few other mages, but Ebenezer and Filbert are staying out here to like assist and help figure out what to do. So they're available as like resources. Um, Mildred's cue to boot, sorry, Pregnard has gone inside. And um, that's dumb. Listen, you know, she's got to deal with peeps. <laughs> uh, and we have to figure out, I guess, what the plan is and like what's about to happen. Like, if there's, if, if like, w- like, what, what do we do next? Like, why is, you know, what's, why is everything completely broken? You know, um, so I'm just gonna leave it up to you. If I recall correctly, I as Zero attempted to take charge of the Modrons previously and failed on that check. So uh, that's not a thing, right? I mean, it's not not a thing. It's just that you know maybe we have to think about some some other other ways to work with them. We, or... we need we need a different con- set of conditions for that to happen. Sure. You know, again, they're all still just kind of figuring out what it is to be uh, a singular thing. So there's. They're all kinds of confused, and I'm sure, you know, this, things can change rapidly here. But I'm um, just 33 squared would be a hell of a guy to have around right now. He knows how to deal with this. 33 squared, the one that um, or 30, the one that we knew from back in the 31 day. 31 squared. 31 squared. There was there was a couple of threes. OK, 33. Uh, I think it was 34 cubed or 33 cubed was what uh, is the one that um, Philbert had mentioned interacting with. Probably written a few pages back, but at this point, I mean, like, there's there are there are dozens of these that are still like you know intact and not just dust um, that are sort of all just kind of figuring out what what the heck is going on. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna kind of just ask you guys real quick, like, what do you like? We ask, like, what's your next move before you know anything else happens here? Like, what kind of approach do you want to take? I know that jo- I know Jarrell at one point did try to do divine sense, like somewhere near the ley line or whatever, and didn't necessarily get anything. Um, yeah, I was just trying to make sure that like um, future Ebenezer hadn't like merged with it in some way, shape, or form. I mean, yeah, like you don't really know what happened when he went in there, right? Like. Uh, yeah, I know it, it went his, sideways. It sure did, literally. Um, but you know, obviously, like cause effect, you might be able to put some things together here as to the fact that that <laughs> might have been caused by him going in there, and there could still be some funny business happening, especially because, like, right, it's taken a lot of work to stabilize this now. Yeah. Um, so, like, I guess, like, you know, do you have any questions? Is there, is there like a, a specific direction you want to take this? Or, um, like I said, like, you have you got mages around here. The plaza is like in shambles. But like, you know, this solution we have right now with the reverse gravity thing is very much temporary. It is a Band-Aid. And if those mages were to lose their concentration, that shit's going sideways again. Literally. Yes, li- and literally. <laughs> Doris looks around to see if she can see a clock, and if she can't see a clock, she's going to ask Philbert if he knows what time it is. Um, I feel like there would be a clock on the tower, because I just feel like that's just so apropos. Um, and it looks to be as though it is... Um, I see. What, did I, what time did I say the convergence was at its peak? I think it was about 3 a.m. was when the, everything was sort of, like, hitting its apex. So at this point, it's probably been a few hours. Um... So it's like it's like it's, it's if anything like it's maybe we're at like just pre-dawn, so like five a.m. Five a.m. Yeah. Okay. Boris looks at the clock, 
panics, runs to Filbert, grabs him by both shoulders and says, Filbert, I need you to teleport me to Emerton Gate Western Way right now. What? Wait, why? I have a thing and I'm late. Late for what? Did you see what just I, happened over here? Yes, which is why I'm late and I stayed to help. So I really need you to teleport me. I have a very important package to pick up. It might save the world. It might. What kind of package is this? Why can't you? I mean, at this point, the, if like if we're looking at end of the world situation, you got to just tell. Like we can't, you, gotta, you can't just you can't just tell. You can't just not tell me. His name is Hector. His. What is Hector? He's, he's a mount. Uh, dad? <laughs> he looks up at Ebenezer and Ebenezer is just kind of looking at you very puzzled, puzzled. You know, I may be, have been suspicious. Would you have made this request at any other time? However, situation and circumstances be what they are. Sure. Uh, <laughs> how long do you need? However long it takes for me to ride back from the place you're teleporting me to. I could keep the door open, if you know what I mean. I need enough time to walk 20 paces west and 10 paces north and then enter a code on a lock. <laughs> hmm. You've been talking to that old animal peddler. I don't know what you're talking about, but I need to go get Hector because he's stuck in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. And Ebenezer, like, um, you see him, like, begin to start casting something and, like, opens a opens a temporary portal that links you very, you know, because it's not that long of a distance between there and then that, like, that, like, the gate that you had mentioned. Boris runs through immediately, not looking back. Okay, Boris is gone for a moment. Everyone else. Uh, Ebenezer looks to the rest of you. Yes, yeah, so I guess while we uh, wait here, um, you had mentioned figuring out a way to communicate with these Modron, and you can still hear, like, sort of like in the background, every now and again, another one. Like, like they're all—they seem to like just kind of be like walking up to each other and bumping into each other and interacting with each other, being like, "Hello, I am thirty-four cubed. Hello, I am forty-six squared." You know, and they're just. Pregnard's like, also yeah. doing this with the Modrons. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, Pregnard's Pregnard is walking among them, just like are you, just like mimicking like the like things that you're hearing. Do you give yourself a designation as well? No, my name is Pregnard, yeah. and I say... Hello, my name is Pregnard. Hello! Oh, hello, my name is Pregnard. Hello, I am oh, 34 hello. squared. Hello, I am 432 cubed. Hello, my name is Pregnard. Hello, I am 656 squared. Hello, my <laughs> name is Pregnard. And ad nauseum. Um, so that that's happening in the background. Um... And Ebenezer again looks at the, re the rest of you. So the rest of you be being... Actually, zero, and Jarrell because Quinn is still invisible. Uh, and he says, "Any ideas on how we may accomplish getting them to work together? Because it would take us far too much time to rebuild, to to, to have to leverage all the resources to rebuild this structure." and not risk harm to our citizens. I'm, I'm not certain if they will listen, but some form of mass communication to all of them at once, if you could get their attention in some way, shape, or form. Can I cast message at, like, eighth level? <laughs> Do we still have the pods of casting? Um, I think Hedrick, I think Hedrick took those. those with him. But Ebenezer said that he could do that when I offered to him to use the podcast, and he said he could do that on his own. Yes. So wait. He's also busy. Well, kind of. He's also asking you what what the plan is or helping, you know, let's come up with something. He's going to help. Right. But he is currently concentrating on making sure Boris gets back. 
Is that a yeah. no? I cannot cast message at eighth level. I don't think it's gonna do anything more than what y- you <laughs> wanted to. Do. You could probably cast normal message at eighth level if you really. I mean, you want if you really to. wanted to, you could cast it at eighth level. Will it have additional effects? No. No. <laughs> it will still do the same thing. Can I cast it like through a like uh, inverted funnel? What? <laughs> I don't know. I know. I'm just thinking. I'm just spitballing okay, here. Okay. All right. Well, um, you're still talking to the Modrons, so the adults are talking. Hi, my name is Pragdon. <laughs> is there a way we can y- utilize Pregnart's gregarious nature to somehow uh, spread our word through the Modrons faster? And just ask them, have you heard the good news of Pregnart? <laughs> Jarrell, how do we set up a Messiah figure in five minutes or less? <laughs> Wait, I've, I've got a good idea. How about this? Who, who, about... Who's suggesting this? Because if it's Pregnart, Pregnart's got to talk to them. I'm capable of being their Primus, but I can't be their... How about I change form to water, get them all slippery and wet with Pregnart liquid, and then while they're in that state, cast Shocking Grasp and message at the same time. (laughs) I don't think it's going to have the... uh results no this sounds like a good idea look i love the creative thought process <laughs> here but maybe there's a different angle we could pursue a few earthquake a few moments later <laughs> zipping through the portal that ebenezer created bursts out a, how tall did I, I can't remember how tall I remember describing it as. I said it was like four feet tall or some shit like that. The portal? No, the... Oh, Hector himself? Hector. Like, the leg span was like 12 feet, it was 12 if feet. I remember correctly. Perfect. But that's that's not how tall he was. That's just his leg span, I'm pretty sure. Because we went with like the maximum size of a standard Japanese spider crab. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, 12 feet from claw to claw. He was big enough to ride. Yeah, that was the big. But thing. A, was like but a large enough. But like designed, like he's got like a built-in like l- saddle yes. on his back, larger right? torso, right? Than like a yeah. traditional spider crab because they're like you know they're all leg for the most part. So like, yeah, yeah, this is like a big, strong, beefy. Exactly, like a beefy spider that. crab, like a giant crab meets spider crab, giant crab with spider legs. That makes more sense than my thought, which was like a Rottweiler spider crab. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you see bursting out through the uh, portal with a Boris atop it. Boris, while you are riding Hector, your mo- like your movement speed is doubled. So we'll or we'll just go 60 feet. So I don't want to say doubled because then I'm going to get myself into a problem if I suddenly you double your movements. You know, I mean, we do the doubling and the doubling <laughs> and then this language goes out the window. You will have a movement speed of 60 feet, an additional 60 feet. I mean, you can you can use it like a, like a normal mount outside of combat, um, but like in combat, because like it's if you can you can move like almost like a you know, 360 degrees of this thing without really having to turn or deal with any of the other like mounted combat. Like there's some rules for that, but I don't really want to get too bogged down in mounted combat. But your movement speed is increased, and you have a climb speed of 30 feet. Meaning that you can climb and stay on walls as Hector literally digs his, like, you know, like armored claws into the things that he's climbing up on. Nope. I feel like that's pretty good for a rogue. I feel like positioning is everything for a rogue, so why not? That's a good tool. Um, and like, there's like a brief like scream of horror as like, you know, Filbert starts yelling to his dad, close it, close it, close it. Like as you're about to run through it, but then he sees you on top of it and like, yeah, portal closes right as you pop through. And you just kind of like skid over like and, and, and on, like on this like cobblestone, like, you know, like landing you guys are on and like, you know, hero pose, I guess. 
Yeah, with a sword over my head for drama. Perfect. I got it out of my pocket, but nobody else need, really knows. I just suddenly have sword. Sure. <laughs> my pocket says I have five of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my pocket says I have five of them. <laughs> uh, four not awesome swords, it specifies. Four assorted swords, none of which are awesome. So just basic swords. And then I also have the, the crazy evil sword, sword. that should probably never yeah. be let out of that pocket ever. Yeah, which is fine because I can't touch it or I would have used it by now for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm just holding one of the crappy swords. <laughs> I mean, you could touch the sword. It would just hurt you while you used it. Right. Hmm. It would hurt you a lot. It might do it. Yeah, might. Okay. It, it might do other things. A, a sword made of such dark magics as that. Tempting. We'll come back to that mm -hmm. later. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't I'm not telling you to like just ignore it entirely. It is something that you still possess on your person. Um you strap it to the crack. Can you strap it? <laughs> I don't know. And uh, Ebenezer does say, you know that those are illegal to have it. You know what? Never mind. That's not even that's not even a discussion that's yeah. worth having right now. Who's gonna enforce it now? Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyways, um, we were talking about potentially mass communicating to these Motron, but like, I, how am I supposed to, like, what am I supposed to say to these machines? Like, I, I you know, I, I know what I've read about them and what most of us scholars have written, our scholars have written about, about the Motron, and, but our, our knowledge of rogue Motron is very limited. They don't tend to cross to our plane very often. Um, the last is there a way you can imbue this power of communication with either zero or pregnant zero being a robot and pregnant being the most charismatic creature I've ever met in my entire life a robot you say. <laughs> yes zero you say what exactly are you that was a second option <laughs> <laughs> so we are several things, but. All right, and Zero kind of does the Cliff's Notes explanation of what. Makes, all right, oh, here's what Zero is. What makes a Warforged. <laughs> yeah. Yes, OK. What makes a Warforged, including some of the technical points that he thinks Ebenezer might actually be able to grok. Um, you hear. And then a separate just little bit on. We are also. <laughs> the God of the Dwarves. In essence, in yeah, more or less. in spirit, in somehow in some weird duality that you exist in with each other. Yeah, um, we think we might be capable of being their primus, or at least the attempt won't kill us. I'm sorry, you said Moradin, like the, like Moradin, the god of like like the the, 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 the who created the dwarves. And I've been a lot of things to a lot of people, but yeah, him too. I, I've heard many crazy things from, 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 from you all since you've arrived here. But I've also seen things I've never expected to see in a lifetime. Events that shaken our world and still things still that are ongoing. Which, by the way, I don't mean to you know take time away, but obviously we have to discuss a plan while our mages do this. But, um, uh, it is. Uh, we're dealing with things that even uh, even our even our strongest wizards and, and our most knowledgeable wizards know know only theoretical information about. We've never had a god in our presence, let alone two. I there must be a way. Um, I will be right back. And he just you see him kind of like just stand up straight, like kind of hold his wand in front of his face, and he just disappears. And Philbert just kind of looks at you and rolls his eyes. Like he likes to do this a lot. Just give him a sec. And like you know, after a moment, just another poof. He pops back, and he has about he has like a stack of books, <laughs> um, like in each of his hands. And he says, "Okay, um, zero. How fast can you read? If you are, if it, how fast you need me to?" And he just kind of sets all of these like books in front of you like just like um this is everything that we've recorded 
and observed and written about or has been written about that we found about Modrons, the Outer Plains, Mechanus, Moradin, and related subjects. <laughs> um, what kind of paper is this on? What uh, par mostly parchment? I'm just trying to figure out how quickly I can turn the pages. That's going to be our limiter. Oh, most many of these books have been protected with low level enchantments to preserve them throughout the course of time. I mean, some of the older books may look worn, but that is because we were only able to get to the point of preserving them later on when we discovered the magic to do so. Fantastic. Let's find us a nice, uh, nice flat surface and away we go. Okay, so like you see Zero like literally just like speed reading, like just like through all these like, yeah, exactly. Like speed reading montage while that's happening in the backdrop. Jarrell, I can imagine you probably are a little unsettled. Also, Quinn is still gone. You know, uh, he's he's like he hasn't shown up or, or, or you know, like done much. Um, like, how is everybody feeling? How you feeling? Uh, well, <clears throat> Jarl's concern uh, because of all of the rogue modrons for not just the fact there's a bunch of rogue modrons, but the fact that there was a Primus that was in control of all of them. Now we don't see one. Uh, <laughs> is there any so, sign like, of the Primus? None. Um, the sky is still cloudy as well. There, hmm. there were, uh, there was a god, what a demigod, <laughs> and something else, a pretty damn close. A god. Uh, there was uh, essentially, uh, it's essentially two gods doing battle, and it's quiet up there. Right, right. Uh, one of them did not seem overly concerned about the fact that he was fighting a god. So, um, yeah, it's a bad sign. Uh, and Jarrell is just trying to like, again, just watch this guy, see what's happening, but he's not necessarily saying anything out loud yet. Until he hears what Zero's idea is. But that's what he's thinking. Okay. Yeah. Quinn, where are you, bud? I'm assuming you've probably been following them this whole time. Yeah, I'm just observing without being observed. Interesting. Um, is there any is there anything that you would like to do to make your presence known? Or are you still happy just observing? Um, I'm happy just observing for now, um, but I do want to to ask because like like me as the player hasn't been here, so I'm just trying to like also catch up in my brain. Right. But I'm also trying to think like what what do I notice about the Modrons and like I'm trying to remember. So they're all like, different shapes, right? Like they're you know there's some that are like cubes, that are some that are like like pyramids, that are some that are like star shaped, some that are like shaped like shields with arms and legs. Um, mm -hmm. And they're all just kind of like walking around, bumping into each other, introducing each other to themselves and pregnant. <laughs> are any of the ones that are of the same shape bumping into each other? I mean, they're, or all, is that they're all bu yeah, like they're the all just they're all just talking to each other, but it's mostly just introductions over and over again. <laughs> OK, I'm going to continue to just kind of observe that and pregnant, apparently. Um, and then I will. Uh, I will appear when I feel comfortable appearing. Love that for you. I just, you know, I figure we just, I just want to just shine the spotlight in your direction for just a moment, just in case, you know, there was anything you wanted to interact with while you still had the benefit of this invisibility. But I will say that by the end of this episode, sure. that's wearing off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So moving to uh, Pregnart. Listen, Pregnart, I know you had a lot of ideas. Um, not all of them were Earthquake. great. Electrocuting Modrons with a message. All of them golden. Not all great, but what I, what you do notice is that, I mean, all of the Modron appear, I guess, as pleasant as like monotone robotic creatures could possibly sound. Mm -hmm. Like, whereas before, obviously, they were fighting you. They were, they were, you know, it was just, it was, they, you know, it was shoot first, ask questions later, or just telling you to surrender, and you know, and and they all retain and process information with like great efficiency, correct? I mean, they did when they had a strong guiding 
It seems like they have like Hive a mind. new central node. If I were to be so bold, it seems like they are all being connected with uh, <clears throat> one Mr. Pregnart. I don't, I wouldn't say that, but maybe you feel that. All being, they're all being introduced. <laughs> they're all being, uh, they all have the Pregnart introduction. That's just introducing yourself to someone very... does not make you their guy. Yeah, but that's okay. You know, this is this is good. I, I, Can I, I roll for that? I mean, you know what? Yeah, roll an insight. Roll an insight check as Pregnart, please. Roll insight mm -hmm. as Pregnart. Ooh. It did, it did roll on 20, then it went back. It's uh, 18. 18? You, yeah. These, these things probably couldn't even discern right now what is a god as they are literally trying to figure out like their own personal existence for the first time ever it's mostly confusion and aimlessness that is what you're detecting amongst these modron not pregnart is our god and we worship him hmm Interesting. Interesting indeed. Interesting theory. Inter yeah, interesting theory, Pregnart ponders to himself. <laughs> um, I am going to cast message on the next one that I see. Which is um, the one that has introduced itself to you as 136 cubed. 136 cubed. Okay. And the message will say Hello, I am pregnant. <laughs> Charisma high. I fucking, knew, slow. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. That's so good. That's so good. Um, it's you. It, you hear it actually able to communicate back with you, uh, and it says out loud. Though it doesn't actually happen in your mind. It just says out loud. Hello, I am one hundred and thirty-six cubed. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. You should be our friends. Yeah. All, all of the Moldrans should be our friends and listen to us. We need your help to do a thing. Friends. Is there any way you can talk to each other? Yes, I heard another Modron say friend before. Can you please define friend? It's like someone who you watch a puppet show with and you make a food and eat it together. And if you have to save the world from a giant flashlight in the ground turning sideways all of a sudden, then you could do that with them. It just stares at you blankly <laughs> and, and you stare blankly back at it. Hello, Pregnart. I am 136 cubed. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, friend. Oh, we are friends now. Wait, let me introduce you to someone. It, it, where, do you, where do you lead him off to? Uh, where are either Jarrell or Zero? Um, they're still they're, they're like so like you're okay. So like there's like the plaza, there's like the tower, the steps that go down from it. Like, there's like a little landing on top, and then like the plaza itself. So like mm -hmm. the Modrons are down in the plaza. Zero and Jarrell are on top of the, um, the. Uh, this like the landing on top there, and then mm -hmm. still talking with Ebenezer and Filbert, and that's also where uh, Boris and company is. Yeah, um, Pregnart leads 136 cubed up to uh, zero specifically, and says, Zero, I made a new friend, and he is very easy to talk to. Maybe we'll see a puppet show with me. He seems to be down with it. And uh, he, he wants uh, to help us fix the ley line. 136 cubed is it is a pleasure to meet you, Zero. My 
My, what an absolute integer. <laughs> it is a pleasure to meet you, friend. One hundred. It was 136 cubed, yes. right? Okay. It is a pleasure to meet you, friend. 136 cubed. Yeah, and Zero stands to face him, just having finished the last of the stack of books. The gyro in his left forearm is like almost stinging, uh, like from having spun so hard, just keeping everything steady as he flips through. He's making this about 2600 hertz tone. He's like, <laughs> Friend 136 cubed. How may I most efficiently address all of your brethren? My brethren? Your like units. The other Modrons. Yes. I... Hello, I am 136 cubed that this is how we greet each other. We have been separated from our prime network. Unable to fetch directive. I would like to reconfigure your prime network to flow through me. This one, I don't have that. As the lowest of the integers. Not true. <laughs> the most absolute. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I, you're right. That's that's the angle I should be taking. Not, yeah, not the lowest. Yeah, just the most absolute. Look, it's been a long time since I failed math. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is why, very much why I said absolute and not low. Yeah. You mean the lowest absolute value of an integer? Yeah. Yes, but like I'm just trying. Yeah, that let would it, also let it, work. Just but... let it be. Just let it be. All right. The joke was made. <laughs> no! I feel like I did all right. Like, let's just move on. All right. I failed math too, but I, I you know. Anyhow, um, it like it takes it's 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 having a hard time processing your request. Um, but it kind of like looks at you and says, "Are you able to connect to the Prime Network?" This one cannot, I cannot have code, no code, code. access. Uh, that primus integer equals zero. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Not that simple, but I love that. <laughs> Command, but it does say back to you. Command, not recognized. Or insufficient permissions. Type and help. There's no type. <laughs> <laughs> bring up the command. Bring up the, the command the, key. The Modron says again. I don't know where that came from. Say something else. List commands. Um, it's it's Modron mouth disappears, and then uh, what another another one kind of appears. It looks more of just like a almost like something like someone drew a mouth onto it, but it's like like a, like you know like grinned teeth, and it's like all different colors and lights, like the old robots of like the illustrations of like the sixties and seventies. You know what I'm talking about? Like just like that, like very like weird like boxy mouth, and you hear some yeah, like like Rosie the robot. Yeah, kinda. Um, you, from the Jetsons. Kinda. Let, Is this one dressed up like a maid? No. <laughs> um, so, Rosie. but you hear some like, you know, bleeps and bloops and some interesting sounds coming from this thing. Um, and it says, uh, I'm trying to think of like, like, g like just general commands. Um, uh, <laughs> list mop list. Name of directory. List. Directory contents. Set. Does uh, Zero not want to figure out any like kind of like more efficient interface with this thing? One other thing Zero does 
he adjusts uh, the holster on his hip um, and slides the um, uh, the pistol and its holster forward right into the front area. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trying to make myself a little more recognizable. Re- recognize. <laughs> oh, okay. I understand. Recognizable. By creating the dong <laughs> from which to. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I hate this oh. so much. Oh, to make yourself look like the Primus because he was hanging dong. I hate you so yeah, exactly. much. Yeah. You got I, I hate you so much. <laughs> Um, I guess. just gonna add that zero is now hanging dong to my notes. <laughs> everybody, everybody, add to their notes that zero is hanging dong now. Yep, added. <sighs> what if we become? You, you at home, take note too. <laughs> Alexa, plays Cigarro by System of a Down. Oh my god! I feel like we're at zero dong thirty. No, <laughs> no, Michael. <laughs> No. Oh my god. I had to join in. I had to join in. So you, you might just hear that in the air, but you don't know where it came from. <laughs> that upsets me so much that you just did that. Robo dong. Wow. <laughs> um never a dong answer here. Oh my god. <laughs> and the rails are gone again. <laughs> um so You've you've done that. You you are you you okay. now. Sorry. So we've got directory, directory contents, and set as a subdirectory. There and it sounds it's like list. Well, the, the the real commands are like list and set. Is it what this one is able to perform? Okay. List and set. Um, this may sound strange, but you mentioned connecting to the network. Correct. Those uh, five-pointed Modron may have additional interfaces. Uh, for the record, uh, this one is he a triangular shaped, I guess. This one was a pyramid we'll just say a pyramid okay because he was cubed okay i know it's not i know a cube i know a cube's a cube but like just because yes but i can attach the number three to a pyramid shape at least even though it would be four but we're not gonna yeah excellent i shall introduce myself in fact better yet pregnart would you be able to introduce me to a five-pointed friend yeah let's go in a way, we mosey. Away they mosey. What are the rest of you doing as they mosey off? Just checking in again with the group. You're seeing you're seeing something unfold here. Um, any investigations or anything um, you guys wanted to do at this point? Anything else you want to interact with? Ebenezer is still near me and not focusing on bringing uh, Boris to the portal. Correct. correct. Uh, Darrell will walk over to him and ask, um, "Is there any way for you to determine?" Are there any gods still up there? There were two a moment ago. Gods. I, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, um, just a moment. Um, and he begins to like start, you know, casting a a, a spell. It takes it takes a, it takes a few moments. Um, mm-hmm. while he's while he does that, I'll say that you know, as this as this finishes, this when you guys get to the five point one of the five star or five point emodrons. Um, so he says. I it's the strangest thing. I am detect I am not detecting any presence of gods above us. However, I am detecting at least a faint presence of a god in front of me and down by the Modrons. He looks at you and Zero, Jarrell. Uh and wait, hold on a second. And and he says he, he like looks over down like the steps a bit. You show yourself. I'd know you are invisible. I can I, I there is there is there is God's energy among you, too. Quinn, I'm, I think he's talking to you. Hello. And does Quinn disappear? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. Hey, hello. 
Oh, it's you. Uh, wait. What? What is this? You you possess something on you that also contains the power of the gods. For this, I'm sure. But it is not you. Yes, I, I am the son of one. But it's not you specifically. It's something that you have on your person. It's the dong. It's my vomit water. I have vomit water on me? Gross. It's 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 the it's the it's the water, the south wind, like sea water that Nicole had or that Boris had imbibed and then immediately oh, blasted it's out. Because like, then once you guys arrived back, it all just shut itself back into your flask. Mm-hmm. Your special, special flask. Um Oh, this old thing. Why, yes, yes, this is quite magical. Uh, but no, none above us. But I'd love to learn more about what this this presence I'm seeing on both of you. At least the spirit of Moradin was speaking to... I, I knew who I was addressing before, but I've never seen this type of like divinity in, in magic before. This is of a of a of a power and 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 concentration that I've just never quite seen in in, in my in my studies, and I've seen a lot. Cool, good talk. So Go team. I'm trying. To, well, I'm trying to, so I'm trying to recollect something because it was a couple of weeks for me, but. Um, when I mentioned my name when I first got here, it was not a good thing. It was thing. not a good thing. <clears throat> and so I, I am pausing to mention my father um, in this moment, but I feel like I need to. So Boris is, without, Boris is riding without, a fucking spider crab. Being, I mean, come on. like what's, Without it being a humble brag. Spider crab. Or, spider crab. Or maybe it is. Um, you you must have heard of of Caesar Southwind. Uh, the 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 god captain that the pirates of the South claim to follow and believe in. Yes, I've heard of that. Oh, I didn't mean to speak out of turn. Sorry, I forgot that you are also a Southwind. But wait, you're not from this time. Okay. No, I, I am his son. The, you are the son of a god. At your service. <laughs> you. I don't mean to judge. I, I apologize. Yeah. Just, you know, I, I just, I, okay. Um, what is this? What is this power? Like, what is? What have you? What, what kind of? Uh, forgive me for starting so far, but what kind of powers do you have? <laughs> I can make us go fast on water. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, is that? Yes. Is that, yes, it is. is. That, Thank is you. Is that all? Do you have any other divinity that you may be able to channel, or? Um. Maybe oh, assist us. For lack of a better word, I can control water. I mean, the frog can control water. I've seen him do it too. I mean, this is he a god? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. No. Not. No. I don't mean to sound so condescending. No, I, I genuinely can't help it. This is just my character flaw. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, cool. Um, that's could be useful. I guess should the city become suddenly flooded. We'll definitely need that. Uh, or on fire. That, or on, that is also true. Yes. Um, can you can you just make water appear? No. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I can if I drink his flask. So she can make the water appear. So is she the son? Is the, are you the child of a god? No, it's complicated. It's compl- Have you tried drinking I'm- the water, Quinn? It is delicious. You have you have tried drinking the water. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Interesting. You did drink a little bit of it. I don't like you. 
You are <laughs> you are a rude little man. Just trying to just trying to suss out this group's apparent strengths. I mean, I've obviously seen amazing feats from some of you. Just trying to figure out, you know, what everyone's role is here to play. That's all. Um, so, Jarrell, you you also seem to possess the power of the, a god of some kind. Can care to explain that? Um, part of how we ended up here was my ascension. I wasn't sure if it had actually worked. See, I, I don't know 100% if I can detect uh, celestial powers or godly powers on my own being. I just, it is, it's astonishing. It's almost as if it's like a, it's a spark. It's a, it's something, there is just something inside of you that is just radiating this magic. It's incredible. Uh, yes, I... I had, you know, just kind of started along my path, really. Um, not quite sure where it's headed at this point. Hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Um, we'll have to talk about... But you don't sense uh, Vecna no. or uh, the Primus... I do not. ...in this realm or above us or anything along those lines. I do not, and I fear for what that means. Seems that our realm has been temporarily spared, but we still have the problem of the ley line. For as long as I've known it, even before the structure was built, it was still vertical. It just needed to be harnessed. <laughs> so this is it went up and down, and now it touched. So this is this is new for this is new for us. <laughs> that's that's the only problem that seems to still be. Present, but again, I worry for what it means for the rest, for, for the larger consequences of Vecna and the Primus and that battle and whatever happened up there. It's much bigger than than I could imagine. So, anyways, uh, yeah, let's continue to talk about a plan. And there's some small talk as we move over to where Zero and Pregnant are walking to the five-tipped Modron or five-pointed Modron. Yes. Um. I'm assuming, so Pregnart, you are walking up to one that has introduced itself as Pentadrone 4. Hello, my name is Pregnart. Hello, I am Pentadrone 4. Will you be my friend? Define, wait, searching, language banks, friend. I can be your friend. Are we friends? What is your definition of friend? A friend is someone who pinky swears and never breaks it. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Does it have anything about the puppet shows? No. Hmm. All right, we need to make sure that gets added in later. <laughs> it's almost as if like the game of telephone has ended here somehow. Um, what can Pentadrone Four do for you, friend? Um, I need to introduce you to my friend Zero, and he's a real smart guy, and he um, is going to talk to you about how uh, we we really need your help and we really need you to be our new friend. And uh, that's about it. You're zero. <laughs> zero. An absolute integer. This one is uh, pleased to make your acquaintance. Hello. Friend 136 cubed referred me to you. Pentadrone 4. I am absolute integer zero. <laughs> absolute integer Please zero. A pleasure, again, to make your acquaintance. I am Pentadrone 4. A pleasure indeed. <laughs> Please list commands. Accessing. Set. List. Override. Dance. 
Pendagon 4, dance. Insufficient permissions to access dance command. Please enter root password. I don't know where that mm. came from, friend. Password, cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Command dance. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect username or bad password. Please try again. That's a good password. <laughs> Enter username A-D-M-I-N password null set. Accessing. Override commands available. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> they didn't change the default fucking <laughs> <admin>. <laughs> I mean, isn't it like the first network? This is why it's the default. Can we uh can we just can we, can we just make this our like can we like roll out the hapless heroes PSA like theme song at this point <laughs> folks please change the passwords on your routers and internet equipment from the default admin password to one of your own making and don't just make it admin admin this has been your friendly PSA from the hapless heroes and don't make it admin password either yeah don't yeah none of those things like literally don't none make of them password your password do not do that <laughs> <laughs> oh, all I know for now is that these are apparently Linksys branded Modrons. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where I'm going to call this episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, going to do that to you again. Um, and probably next week too. Yeah, probably next week and the week after that. Until um, <laughs> until until. But just here's the thing, audience. Right? There's gonna there's gonna reach a point at some point soon where I'm gonna give my last cliffhanger of this season. So like you know, uh, I just. I mean, it's like I'm not gonna be here. I'm just gonna be you know doing other stuff. But like you know, I just I, I need you to know, right? Like at some point, the story arc will come to an end, and I will be handling it to Dave, and that will be my last cliffhanger. One day I'm not going to be around anymore and you're going to be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ain't it true? Nanny, nanny foo foo. Ain't it true? Uh, well, you know, I mean, listen, this podcast is going to be around to the inevitable heat death of the universe. Uh, but before that happens, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, do the thing we always do and tell everybody out there that before the inevitable heat death of the universe, you should find us on the internet. Uh, we're on such places as Twitter and Instagram. Look for at Hapless Heroes. We're also on Facebook, just for Hapless Heroes Podcast. And we have a subreddit as well that we don't really monitor. But however, those places, I'll have links for you to find our wonderful amazing community on our discord server which is where we hang out most of the time talk with our fans and, and peoples and you know discuss the show discuss other topics you know and really just kind of you know it's just a cool fun chill place to hang out you know we try to keep it drama free and we try to you know like keep all this the episode discussions to spoiler tagged in a specific channel so really you can just come in and hang out and like you know if even if you're not caught up or whatever like you can still come say hi like we're all hanging out so yeah come say hello to us and whatnot or uh you know if you really 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 like us we could you could also leave us a five-star review on the five podcast service of your choice um reading your reviews means a lot to us we just absolutely love it you just say seeing all the kind and sweet things you say about us because it's just like you know i don't know i feel like it's just it puts the wind in our sails and we just love seeing it so yeah like if you if your podcast service doesn't let you do that we have a channel on our discord server called five stars you can say something nice about us or you can email us at haplessheroes at gmail.com and you know we'll see it and read it on the air and talk say something really nice right back to you so yeah i encourage you to reach out to us but if you really, 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 really like us and want to show your support, you could donate to our Patreon. It's just patreon.com slash heroes. We got a whole bunch of stuff on there that are just like just dumps of like bloopers, behind the scenes audio, unreleased episodes, like all this, all the stuff that we've just collected that have been hit, hit the cutting room floor in some way, shape or form and thrown it onto Patreon. Uh, for your listening pleasure and it's like six years worth of content and like you know i got a bunch in the backlog that i gotta add up on there we have a special channel on our discord server too you can hang out and like, you know we occasionally do events and things like that you know it's all time permitting as we are all busy people but like you know we always try to find ways to get back to you because i mean your support means everything to us and you're what keeps this show running so thank you and if you like us right now you like us sally field 
end the whole deal. Speaking of the inevitable heat death of the universe, just go and read the short story, The Last Question by Isaac Asimov, because it's really great and sweet, and it's one of my favorites. And uh, don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. Wow, that's it? Oh, and if you like that short story, just tell somebody about our podcast. Oh, okay. That's it, huh? That's pretty easy. Um, cool. Uh, well, I guess... And tell the vet that about our podcast, too, when you go to spay and neuter or neuter. That's your great. Pet. That's so good for you. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and do the thing I normally do and outro my cast, but it's messing me up because our cameras are all out of order now. So I can't be like starting on my right, we have Lord Gerald the Light, and that makes me very sad. So starting on my virtual right, though, we do have Zach playing Pregnart. Goodbye, my name is Pregnart. Nicole is Boris the Butcher. Man, I have no idea what I need to feed a giant crab. Mike is Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. No matter what you say about me, I will always be the son of a god. John is Lord Jarrell the Light. Until next time. And Dave as Absolute Integer Zero. Good night, everyone. That's a new title. I like it. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. We will see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 See you never. <laughs> Losers.